the Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. During this Lenten season, millions of you homemakers are whipping out tasty meatless dishes like uh, tuna fish casserole, for instance. And here's where Reynolds Wrap, the original and genuine pure aluminum foil, really shines. Line your casserole so it stays clean with Reynolds Wrap. Press it down to fit smoothly inside the dish, with the edges sticking up to keep the food from bubbling over. Now for the recipe. Combine a can of tuna with a can of cream of mushroom soup and one-third cup milk. Pour into the foil-lined casserole, sprinkle the top with breadcrumbs, and bake for 20 minutes in a moderately hot oven until brown. Here's real hearty eating for four hungry people. And remember, Reynolds Wrap will save you scouring that casserole. And whatever's left over, you just cover by folding over the foil liner and store away. Get an extra supply of Reynolds Wrap for Lent. In standard and jumbo economy rolls, and the new heavy-duty Reynolds Wrap half a yard wide. Made by the Reynolds Metals Company, world's largest producers of aluminum foil. The McGee family car coming down 14th Street. The lady in the front seat is a Mrs. Dennison. And the lady driving the car is a Mrs. McGee of Viver McGee and Molly. driving in this traffic, Angelica, although McGee always oh, says... Oh, I think your driving is fine, Molly. What's the stoplight, dear? Stoplight where? Never mind, we passed it. <laughs> it was green, anyhow. Oh. Oh, look at that big truck. What does he think he's doing? He wants to go so slow, why does he straddle the white line like we do? <laughs> Drivers, they're so infuriating. Do we turn left here to get to your house, Angelica? Uh, yes, but there's no left turn allowed on this corner, so do it fast. Ah, <laughs> oh, I must tell McGee to get those tires oiled. They're beginning to they're beginning to squeal so badly, and he hates to have anything. Oh, oh, oh. what on earth was that noise? Search me. Sounded like something fell off the car. Some little part, like maybe the back seat. <laughs> maybe we better get out and look. Oh, I think we have. Why? Well, heavenly days! What's that thing? Oh my! I, I don't know anything about automobiles, Molly. As long as I have a good loud horn and a courtesy card from the chief of police, that's all I need. <laughs> well. I'd better take the thing home and let McGee put it back on, I guess. Well, come on. Heave ho! So just as soon as Mrs. Dennison and I boosted the thing into the back seat, I hurried right home for you to look at it, dearie. Good work, kiddo, good work. Probably just some little gadget off the crankcase or something. I don't know how we two girls managed to get it into the car, McGee. Yeah? It was heavier than a Hungarian dinner. 
<laughs> well, leave the old master have a look at it. My gosh. Is that it? That's it. Wow, that looks like the flywheel. Wow. Thank goodness it was something we don't need for a while. Huh? The flies won't be really bad for another couple of months. Now well, I better wrestle it out of there and see what it fits onto. Stand back, Christy. If that thing falls on your toes, you'll have to learn to walk on your hands. <laughs> wow, is that baby heavy? What is it? One of the spark plugs? <laughs> or a piston bracelet? Piston ring. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet, but I'd better get it put back on anyhow. All right, it. sweetheart. I've got to go in and call Mrs. Dennison. Call Mrs. Dennison? My gosh, you just left her ten minutes ago. I know, but we were so busy talking, there were a lot of things I forgot to tell her. <laughs> I'll be back out in just a few minutes. Okay, baby. Oh, there goes a good kid. But not much of a mechanic. She thinks a hose connection is a garter buckle. <laughs> yep, as soon as I get into my coveralls, I'll fix this hi, thing. Mister. Huh? Oh, hi, Jeannie. Hi. Hi. How's everything with you, sis? Okay? Oh, sure, Master. I bet you I know why you came over here. You want to con me into telling you a story. <laughs> okay, what kind of story you want to hear? Do you know any stories about birds coming to your home? <laughs> Why, you, you like birds? Okay. I love birds, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. I think birds are the prettiest things that fly except my cousin Charlene. Your cousin Charlene? Yes. Yeah. She's a hostess on an airline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she is, eh? Sure. She's one of the... Huh? I said she is, eh? An airline hostess. Who is? Your cousin Charlene. I know it. <laughs> oh, but I do love birds, too, I betcha. Well, now, let me see. You ever hear the story about how the little cuckoo made good? It's a success story. Oh, gee. I love success stories, I betcha. Tell me, please. Okay. Well, sir, once upon a time... A bunch of birds got together in a big woods and decided to form a glee club. Oh, glee, a glee club. Huh? <laughs> I mean, oh, glee, a glee club. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, they were all there. The robins and the larks and the bluebirds and the crows. Hey, hey, crows can't sing good, I betcha. Sis, you're old enough now to know that when any bunch of people or birds get together to sing... There's always a few crows who don't know they can't sing, and you just got to be patient. Okay, okay, go on, mister. Go on, go on, go on. Right away, the woodpecker called the meeting to order. Knock, 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 knock. <laughs> that was using your head, wasn't it? I'll do the joke, sir. <laughs> well, sir, after the meeting was called to order... The woodpecker turned to a little redbird sitting next to him and he says, Cardinal, will you give the benediction? Uh... Then up come the question of nomination. And right away the crow says, I want to be president. And the owl says, who? And the crow says, me. And the robin says, why? And the crow says, cause. <laughs> and all the swallows kind of gulped and the crow got elected. 
That's the crux of the whole story. Oh, good. Go on, go on, go on. Okay. They were twittering around about who could be the different officers, and the little cuckoo piped up. I want to be secretary, he said. And all the other birds laughed fit the bus because little cuckoo was kind of a silly-looking little bird, and they laughed and they laughed and they laughed. <laughs> Until the little cuckoo flew away into the deep woods, his little heart almost busted. Oh. If I'd have been a bird, I bet you, I'd have elected him secretary, I bet you. Well, I sure you mm-hmm. would, but these other birds didn't realize how loyal and faithful and hardworking a cuckoo could be. Well, sir, as the little cuckoo sat there in the tree weeping, the fairy godmother of the forest come along and says, Now, don't cry, little bird. Aww. I'm going to make you a secretary for the whole world. Aww. And she touched him with her fairy wand. Oh, boy. But, but why... And that's why, sis, every hour of the day, you'll find the loyal, hardworking, faithful little cuckoo. Secretary to the World, presenting the minutes of the last meeting. <laughs> Billy Mills to the orchestra and Caravan. Got the crankcase took off in it. Good for you. I'm glad one of us has a mechanical mind. Oh, it kind of runs in my family, Tootsie. All us McGee's were mechanical genius. Really? My father was only three years old when he started working on a motor-driven baby buggy. 
Heavenly days. Yeah. Only three years old. Did he get it perfected? Oh, yeah. Worked wonderful. But he never used it. Why not? Because by that time, he was 22 years old and looked kind of silly riding in a baby buggy. <laughs> Hand me that monkey wrench, will you? I want a monkey with this crankshaft. Oh, hello, Mrs. Oh, hello, Ollie. Oh, hi, Ollie. Yeah, who's saying hi, Ollie? It's McGee, Ollie. He's under the car. Oh, oh hello, McGee. <laughs> I see foot stacking out, but I didn't recognize the heels. <laughs> What are you doing under there, McGee? Or is one excuse for lying down someplace as good as an order? Huh? <laughs> well, he's working, Ollie. I was downtown today and something fell off the car and McGee is putting it back. You know, the same thing happened to me last week, missus. Something fell off my car on Oak Street. Yeah, what was it, Ollie? The five wheels? No, it was my littlest kid, Lord. Oh. <laughs> he was snitching a ride on the bumper, then they hit a bump and you bumped loose from the bumper. Heavenly Daisy must have been pretty well banged up. Not until his mama see he wasn't hurt, then she bang him up good. <laughs> How is your wife, Holy? Well, I hope. Well, I hope so too, McGee. <laughs> I'm just looking her downtown to ask the station to get new glasses. Oh, uh, I don't think you mean an obstetrician, Holy. <laughs> an obstetrician is a guy that's eighty years old. <laughs> Oh, dearie, that's an octogenarian. What Ollie meant was an optometrist. Sure, a fellow that always looks on the cheerful side of everything. Our obstetrician is like that. <laughs> You're wrong again, Ollie. You're thinking of an optician. Yes, Ollie, an obstetrician is a baby doctor. Hey, now you wrong, Mattis. Our obstetrician is no baby doctor. He's 65 years of old. <laughs> oh, she means that you go to an obstetrician when you're expecting an addition to the family. Sure, that's why she has eyes examined by obstetrician. Huh? She gets some dark glasses so she don't get so much fun. It's daughter we want this time. That's what I'm saying. What'd you do with the big piece that fell off the car? I got it under here with me, kiddo, so I can match it up with whatever place it fell off of. I think if I can get this little bolt here loosened, I can... What's that? McGee, what are you doing? I'm drowning. I stuck oil. Coming down right in my face. Oh, my. Hand me that bunch of weight. All right. My goodness. Look at your face. I haven't seen such an oily-looking character since you introduced me to the man with the diamond stick pin who sold you the half interest in the emerald mine for $30 and took your wristwatch for security. <laughs> Yeah. I sure took that flicker, didn't I? You did? Yeah. That wristwatch was only worth nineteen fifty. <laughs> Just broke to show that a fellow's up and alert and... Oh, hi, Junior. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Wally. Hello, pal. If that's you with the greasy face. Yeah, it's me, okay. Hey, do you know anything about internal combustible motors? I know all about them, pal. Oh? I drove a Reynolds aluminum truck for years. A big 15-wheel baby. 15 wheels? Sure. Don't you mean 14 or 16, Mr. Wilcox? They don't have an odd number, do they? Sure. The odd one is the steer whip. <laughs> oh! <laughs> How did you ever get promoted to salesman, kid? <laughs> well, I was driving along one foggy night with a load of Reynolds Lifetime aluminum nails uh -huh. when a bird flew through the windshield and knocked me cold. Did you get his name? Uh, <laughs> when I came to, I saw it was a carrier pigeon with a message on his leg. Ooh. It said, help, and being held by gangsters in the old mill. Signed, the Reynolds Aluminum Sales Manager. Ah, uh, all the phony, corny, bucolic... Well, sir, 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 well, s
I had no gun, mm-hmm. so I grabbed a keg of Reynolds aluminum nails. Yeah? Rushed out of the old mill, yes. knocked at the door, and when the gangsters opened it, I wound up with the keg of nails and knocked them cold. Well, that's one way to deliver the goods. Yep. <laughs> sales managers said anybody who was as handy with a bitch as I was ought to be a salesman. <laughs> Personally, I think you're a better truck driver myself. <laughs> you're as heavy-footed as you are heavy-handed. And believe me, I like being a salesman. <laughs> you said There's a lot of satisfaction in telling people about all the important points of aluminum nails. Well, the point's just one end, though. The other end is flat. So you first, hand. first, first. <laughs> Reynolds Lifetime aluminum nails are rust-proof. Mm-hmm. They won't rust away. Mm-hmm. Second, they can't stain they never leave rusty streaks on the outside of your house. Yeah, but how about the inside of your house? Can you drive them all the way through and hang pictures on them? I like a good long nail if you can hang a third, picture. Third, uh, third. Third, compared to ordinary nails, you get nearly three times as many aluminum nails per pound. Fourth is where I wish you'd go. Go forth and sell somebody else nails, and then you get that power. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a fascinating subject. <laughs> For any exposed use with wood or composition materials... Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Nails give you better and longer-lasting service. With longer nails. Of course, if you're putting up... Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, hey. Look, Loomy. Uh, yes, pal. Look, Mr. Wilcox, just between us and off the record. How did you really get a job as a Reynolds salesman? Mr. Reynolds is my cousin. <laughs> See you later, kid. get to work, dearie. Maybe you can get that odd part back in place before dark. I think I got it figured out now, kiddo. If I can just loosen the pan on the hydrochloric drive, it'll slip the fan belt off the generator, you see. That'll give me a little more play in the differential. <laughs> you haven't got time to play in the differential. <laughs> you just keep on working there. By the way, what's that little windmill for in front there? <laughs> That's the fan, Tussie. What does it do? Pulls bugs into the radiator. <laughs> if it wasn't for that little gadget, the whole countryside would be infested with gnats and beetles and stuff. Purifies <laughs> sure the air. Now, let me see I if beg I... beg your pardon, sir. I'm working my way through college, and I'm selling subscriptions. Go away, bud. Go away. Go away. I'm busy. I'm glad to know you, Mr. Busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, I presume, are Mrs. Busy? No, I'm not. Well, how do you do, Mrs. Not? <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. I am Leavenworth P. Eaton. I'm working my way through college. Look, sir, can you uh, come back some other time? Mr. McGee is engaged. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> and who is Mr. McGee? I'm Mr. McGee. I thought you were busy. I am busy. When I was talking to Mrs. Knott here, she said that... Mr. Please, Mr. Eaton, I am not Mrs. Knott. She's my wife. Well, if you already have a wife, how can you be engaged? <laughs> And he was engaged in fixing this automobile. Is that clear? Quite clear, Mrs. Busy. <laughs> that rather she ain't Mrs. Busy. She's Mrs. McGee. Then who is not? Who is not? What? Mrs. Not. <laughs> I found you a minute ago. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Straighten <laughs> this guy out, will you, Molly? Glad to. Hand me that big wrench there. No. <laughs> I mean, clear things up for him. Oh, all right. Now then, Mr. Uh... He's eating. No, I'm just chewing gum, Mrs. <laughs> now then, Mr. Eaton, I am Mrs. McGee. This man here is Mr. McGee, my husband. Yeah. And you're Mr. Eaton. Have you got that down, Pat? <laughs> the lady is speaking to you, Pat. 
Well, I was... Doggone it, I'm not fat. I'm McGee. Now, you listen here, bud. Whatever you're selling, we A don't... magazine, sir. What magazine can I... Look, Mr. Eaton. Thank you, Mrs. Busy. Look is a fine magazine. Would you like it for one year or three years? You'll notice this pretty girl on the cover. Cut it out, will you? I'll be glad to, sir, if you'll hand me those shears. To make a beautiful pinup for your garage. Now, just a minute, please. This thing is getting out of hand. We don't have time. You don't have time? Well, I'll start your subscription right away, and thank you very much. One year or two? Neither one. And hey, Buck. Sir? You like life? Oh, I love life. Well, then get out of here while you still got it. Go on. Very well, sir, and thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Bissett. <laughs> Start living till you're over 65. Crazy world, crazy times. Love that world. What's the difference? It's nothing right. It's irrational, but it's national. If you decide to take that ride and be a bride and groom, let it room. In redemption, how do you get your maximum exemption? The dependent must be one of the following: grandfather, grandmother, nephew, niece, uncle, and father-in-law, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, brother-in-law, stepson, stepdaughter, stepfather, stepmother, stepbrother, stepsister. I'm telling you, Mister, they're deductible. They're deductible. You're the boss, then you can toss it off as loss or gain. Why complain? Deductible, including I'm still looking, kiddo. I've tried it in three different places, but it don't seem to fit any place. But I'll find it. As soon as I get these last three bolts unloosened and get the flywheel housing opened up. Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello, there, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. What you taking the car? A park? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Nope, one of the pieces fell off downtown, old-timer, and I'm trying to find out where it dropped off in it. Well, personally, kids, I was never much of a hand for machinery myself. No? I was a more sensitive type. An artistic boy. Oh. Poetic. Wrote my first poetry in kindergarten. Was it public? No, there was only one copy, Johnny. On the sidewall of Hoover Stratton's barn. Oh. It says, It's time you fellows knew the fact Nancy's pants are flower sacks. 
postcard from her just the other day, from The Hague in Holland. She's a duchess now. Oh, married a duke? No, married a Dutchman. <laughs> Lives in uh, Rotterdam. I thought she sent the postcard from The Hague. She did, Johnny. Too nice a girl to write Rotterdam on a postcard. Oh. Well, I got a date this afternoon, kids. I'm taking my girl Bessie to the opera house. We got two good seats in the balcony. The opera house? There's nothing playing there today. The opera house is dark this week. <laughs> Who's complaining, daughter? Won't be long now. As soon as I get this last bolt loose, I can get at the inside of the hole. Good heavens. Mm. You certainly got a big chunk off that time. <laughs> what do you call that? We call that the motor. <laughs> now, let me see. The flywheel ought to go in here something. No, that can't be right. Why can't it? There's a flywheel already in it. I think the car's got two flywheels. Well, this is a pretty old model. Oh, there you are, McGee. Well, having an accident, I see. Huh? Oh, hi, Latrivia. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Uh, what's your license number, McGee? 986W5, why? 986W5. Well, that checks with my information. Hmm? Uh, one of our traffic officers took your license number downtown this morning, McGee. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah? Well, you tell them ticket-happy hooligans of yours that they got nothing on me, boy. I wasn't even out in my car this morning, so, ha-ha. No, no, but Molly was. Hmm? Molly, do you remember doing anything wrong this morning? Well, my goodness, Mr. Mayor, if you're referring to that little bitty left turn I made on 14th Street, where the sign said no left turn, uh, I wouldn't have done it, only I had to take Mrs. Dennison home, and how does the city know where she lives when I'm Uh, driving the... No, no, no. That was not what I meant. What did I do wrong? You ran over a piece of city property, stopped your car, picked it up, and drove away with it. What? It's lying right there under your car, McGee. Huh? Give us back our manhole cover. Manhole cover. <laughs> and Molly return in a moment. Here's important news for every homeowner now facing the expense of another patch and paint job. And for every home builder wise enough to cut maintenance costs at the start. It's a special aluminum siding that's finished in gleaming enamel. It looks like beautifully painted clapboard, and it will keep its beauty for years. Wash it off with the garden hose, and it looks like new, stays like new. It can't rust or stain. It's fire-resistant, rot-proof, and it reflects radiant heat. Keeps your house much cooler in summer, warmer in winter. When you see an old weather-beaten house transformed to dazzling and lasting beauty, remember, under that beautiful color, that's aluminum. Most likely, Reynolds Aluminum. For it's the Reynolds Metals Company that supplies leading manufacturers of this aluminum siding. The Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum. I made a mistake this time, dearie, but the city doesn't do so well themselves. Huh? There's a terrible big hole in the pavement down on 14th Street. There is? Right near where I picked up that iron thing. <laughs> is it, uh, 
About the size of this cover that you put, sister? Say, that's an idea. They could use that thing I brought home to cover that hole with me, Heath. <laughs> I think I'll call up the mayor and suggest it. No, 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 sister, no. They'll think of it. They will? Yes. Good night. Good night, all. Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum, has brought you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Dick Legrand, Cliff Arquette, Elsie Allman, and me, Harlow Wilcox. Don't forget to see Mr. Peepers starring Wally Cox on NBC television Sunday night. Also brought to you by Reynolds Aluminum. And be sure to be with us again next Tuesday night. By the way, all of us here in Wistful Vista want to salute the two million Girl Scouts of the United States as they celebrate their 41st birthday week. May there be many more for this fine organization. Good night. Tonight, play Two for the Money with Herb Schreiner on NBC.